0: Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill,
1: 15% concentrated
0: power of Coverage of the NCAA Regionals is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones and Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services.
2: Indeed. We are back in Fayetteville here. A little cloudy skies, and we are hanging out at the foundation. Quinn Groby at the bottom of the hour today. Entertainment birthday is coming up, and, yes, I can see the phones ringing. People are already ready to line up to try to win some hog pen tickets. Lining up just like they're outside here at Baumwalker Stadium. Lining up to try to win those Sunday tickets to potentially watch Arkansas claim a regional crown and advance to the Supers here in Fayetteville. I do want to thank our friends at uh with Pinnacle Hotels for putting us up last night, John Neighbors and I enjoying the Comfort Inn and Suites, and boy, was it comfortable indeed! And what a great spot too. Look, these re- these places are not advertisers of ours, at least not always. Walk-ons is Walk-ons is uh, we've got a good relationship with those folks, but that's right there, and you got Sassy's right next to that, and you've got JJ's right there. There's also a really good Thai restaurant, a strip mall that's uh, a short walk from there. So I'll tell you what, that is my favorite place to stay. They've got a they've got a hotel that's right next to the ballpark. But I would rather stay over on Weddington, honestly, because there's so much more to do over there. So, anyway, I really appreciate the Allens and our friends at Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. Great, great stuff. And uh, the great staff at the Comfort Inn and & Suites. And Heidi Diaz, their GM, for putting us up and putting up with us. Mm. All in one fell swoop. Mm. All right. Uh, let's get to entertainment, boys, because we got a busy hour. we got Philip Martin in to talk about movies. And I want to talk to him about Paul Simon. Okay. Hey, buddy. And, okay. okay. And then uh, we got... Got some birthdays too, so let's get to it.
0: Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell and Sword Gentleman's Clothing in Conway. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram, or stop by Bell and Sword at 1016 Oak Street in Conway.
2: Uh, so, <laughs> this is like a zone FU to a zone FU. <laughs> uh, and, Philip, I'm sure you heard this week about Al Pacino um, knocking up his 20 oh, yeah. whatever year old girlfriend. Um, and Apparently, they're not dating anymore. And then he found out... Or not Robert De Niro. I'm sorry. Yeah, did they say Pacino? Pacino. Yes. De Niro's got one coming, too. But Anyway, uh, they asked De Niro about Pacino knocking up his girl. He said, well, he's a few years older than me. God bless him. <laughs>
3: God bless
2: him. <laughs> he says... Uh, uh, he talked to Hoda, I guess, on from NBC. And he says... Um, De Niro says, when you're older, you have awareness of certain things in life. Dynamics. Everything. Family dynamics. You can't avoid learning certain things. And then... How you deal, can deal with those, manage them, this and that. Yeah, you know what you guys need to manage? Uh, your reproductive system, boys. Why <laughs> don't you yourself over to Arkansas Urology? You both need to get clipped. You guys can go in for a two for one. I mean, if you're old enough to be a great grandfather, you probably should not be having another kid. Bar be it for me to judge, but I'm judging. Um, Pete Davidson's catching all kinds of heck because he bought a dog from a pet store. People are freaking out online over this. Yeah. And, you know, people want him to adopt from a shelter. And I'm like, well, what about the dogs that are stuck in the cages at the pet store? Don't they want to get a, get a home too? What's wrong with that?
4: Well, the like, idea the idea is to discourage, you know, uh, puppy mills and people breeding, you know. But yeah, you're you're making a good point. Those dogs need homes too. So.
5: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe you could get one of each.
4: You know, that'd be good. If you want yeah, puppy a specific
5: bad. kind of dog, you may not be able to find that in the shelter.
4: It's really hard to find small dogs now. I mean, shelters and, you know... But at the same time, like I said, the whole... The, just to get on a soapbox for a minute, a lot of this... It depends on what part of the country you're in, too. But here, you know, we have a right. real problem with, with stray dogs, and it would all be... If, if we just had better spay and uh, neuter laws and stuff like that, right. you know, we would... Because we're supplying dogs for the rest of the country, really. We're shipping them up to Maine, you know, these rescue operations and, and stuff like that, because we, you know, but Sh- yeah, I don't see. I don't see getting on somebody for adopting a dog for, for getting a dog anyway, right? Or whatever. And the know.
2: thing is, you know, if you're looking for a specific kind of dog, that's good for you. Me, I, I don't see breed. Just any old dog's <laughs> fine by me. I, I don't see breed.
4: Yeah.
0: Um.
2: So anyway, all right. Uh, Sonic's in the news. They had a fight over there. This is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Two people arrested in Oklahoma for allegedly body slamming the manager of a Sonic because they were incorrectly serving a hot dog with jalapenos on top. (laughs) Look at that. Sounds good. (laughs) Two guys arrived with a couple other people, and they got a hot dog. They wanted a a side of jalapeno poppers. Instead, they got a hot dog with jalapenos on it. That sounds pretty awesome to me. Um, Manager, let's see here. Manager stepped in to try to quell the situation, but one of the guys exited his car and tried to enter the closed-off section of the restaurant. The manager tried to stop him, and they dragged him outside and began beating him. That seems like an excessive response to Jalapeno Dog, but okay. Okay, and this is my last story here before we turn it over to Philip. Although, um, Baskin-Robbins... I'm giving a bunch of free plugs today. It's Free Plug Friday! Baskin-Robbins has a new Cookie Monster ice cream. All I know is it's blue, and it has... Uh, Cookies in there and, and then some cookie dough. It looks pretty dang good, I'm going to be honest. I don't, mm. Yeah, it, sounds, it, it looked amazing. I don't know if it's worth a crap or not, but it looked really good to me. Okay, last thing here. Philip you appreciate this as a seasoned man and also a man who covers the movies for a living, in part. <laughs> Harrison Ford has recalled how he talked to the stuntmen during the latest shooting in his uh, Indiana Jones movie, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Somebody told me yesterday they've heard bad reviews about this movie. Is that you, John Neighbors? Yeah. Shut up, John. You're ruining it for me. This has such a nostalgia for me. It's got to be decent. There was the one that sucked. Um, to was be it? honest... Crystal
5: Skull. Yeah, Crystal, Crystal School didn't Skull didn't even suck. It was kind of like the rest of the movies, except for just not as good. Yeah, it just was
2: dull. Well, and it had... Maybe because it, it had... Uh, what's his face? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Anyway, while filming the latest one, Ford explained to Esquire, he felt the hands of multiple stuntmen helping him get off his horse after a scene, which irritated him. I thought, what the F? Like, I was being attacked by gropers. I looked down, and there's three stunt guys (laughs) making sure I didn't fall off the stirrup. They said, we were just afraid because we thought, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, leave me the blank alone. I'm an old man getting off a horse, and I want it to look like that. Point taken. That's exactly right. Good for him. Uh, He says, I wanted an ambitious movie to be the last one. I don't mean that we didn't make ambitious movies before. They were ambitious in many different ways, but not necessarily as ambitious with the character as I wanted the last one to be. comes out June 30th. Critics are divided according to this uh, story here. So,
4: I'm assuming you haven't seen it yet, Philip? I haven't seen it. Uh, I've heard mixed things about it. Steven Spielberg liked it. You know, he said that, you know, I thought I was the only one who could direct one of these. And oh, I didn't
5: know he wasn't the director, to be I, honest.
4: I, the guy's name is, it's the guy who uh, directed Walk the Line. That's the guy who's oh. directing this. And I can't think of his name, and that's because I do terrible prep. I just, I, you know. But, uh. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Uh, Mac- before we do
6: Berg. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Yep. Mangold. Mangold, yeah,
6: yeah. Copland,
4: too, he did that.
6: Good job, Wes. Thank At you, Copland. Wes. Copland, that was uh, Sylvester by, right? Stallone movie, right? Yeah, Sylvester
4: Stallone. Yeah.
2: All right, Philip. before we talk about movies this week, because I do want to hear about
1: The Boogeyman, let's talk about uh, Paul
2: Simon. Yeah. Paul Simon, I thought your first of all, your write-up, I don't know if his his, uh, album's any good, but your write-up was so entertaining, I don't even know if I want to listen to it now. It was such a good deep dive, and I've been a Paul Simon fan since I was a little kid. Good. I've always appreciated his music. He's an interesting cat, um, and he and his much younger, talented wife have made it work over the years. And uh, I'm excited to check out Seven Psalms on a long drive here soon. But uh, I thought your deep dive into it was really good.
4: Oh, thanks. It, it doesn't take that long. It's over. In, it's over in half an hour. It's like, uh, you know, it really is like a suite of songs that just go and kind. Of, and I think it's probably better if you it listen took me to me it. half an hour to read your column. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, we want that. <laughs> you know, stickiness. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Twenty-two minutes. That's what we want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like a half hour. Like a like a sitcom. But yeah, it's uh, it, You know, it's, it's sad in it. It's it's a real uh, elegyric piece. I mean, it's like the last, you know, it's like, okay, I English. know this is going to be the last album I put out. I hope it's not, but that's what it feels elegiric. like. It's sort of like the David Bowie thing, you know, when he put out the album, like the Lazarus. Yeah, exactly. And it's just Black Star, actually. But, uh, oh, yeah. Lazarus yeah. was the single. Album. Yeah, exactly. But it, it feels like that. It is, and it it's, completely different you know you would it's not a rock and roll album it's not a pop album it's its something that's really different and it's basically him and his guitars and a couple other sounds that he imports and stuff like that and yeah it's sort of we're yeah, I mean, it's, it's like this whole a- entertainment report has been like you know all about 80 year olds you know <laughs> and I guess 80 is a new 50 or well, something well we're living longer yeah exactly yeah and 80 doesn't uh, seem that he, far away to me you know
2: Maybe he and Edie can pop a kid out here soon <laughs> if he wants to get in the mix. But overall, good, good, uh, good album. And you, you talked about, you know, how albums, the importance of albums, has sort of sure uh, gone by the wayside over the years. But he's a guy that's put out some phenomenal ones. I mean, Graceland's still in probably my top. It's for sure my top ten all time albums. I love yeah. it. start to finish, I'll listen to it.
4: Uh, do you know Hearts and Bones that that came out like in '81 and it's his bomb? I mean, it just flopped, and it's one of the greatest albums. Ever. It's got one of the greatest love songs, Uh, the title track, Hearts and Bones, which is about his on and off romance marriage with Carrie Fisher. And it's just really, Uh really honest and tough. And I mean, the man's. I mean, you hear all these stories about him that make him out to not be such a nice person. They're probably true. You know, I mean, I have no reason to doubt that. But God, if you're going to have somebody write a song about you, you know, it's like Paul Simon would be the one. I mean, he's just. You know,
2: if he would have called the song, I got it on with Princess Leia, he probably would have sold a lot more
4: copies. (laughs) Well, that was back in the day when he was getting old, and he could hardly play guitar anymore. I don't know what happened to him. I mean, like, 40 years later, he can play guitar fine, you know, but, uh, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. You know, so it's him and Dylan and Springsteen, all these guys. I mean, we're listening to 75, 80-year-old guys put out albums on a regular. You know, it's just kind of strange. Is Art
5: still releasing music?
4: Who? Mm -hmm. Art. Art has not released any music art. for a while, but he had something uh, maybe five years ago. He had like this little project. Um, he's an interesting cat too, and I mean, I kind of like some of his solo work. You know, I mean, hmm. I, but I, I don't that's know. Like it's sort of like, like uh, it, it would be hard to go through life being I Art I John Oates solo yeah. work. It's really good.
5: He was good in his own right. It's just yeah, he not was.
4: He, was. Just, he just was, yeah, he wasn't a songwriter. That was that's one of the main things is he didn't write his own material. So me neither. Um,
2: how about movies this week
4: well there 's uh, one I mean uh, we, the boogeyman the two, aside right? uh, we, oh, okay we 've got this uh, the spider man movie the the the, oh, the follow up the animated one though this is the first one uh, across the spider was into the spider verse and this one is across the spider verse and the first one was really good and I was really skeptical of it because it was what well, was really the first of these multiverse Movies we've talked about before like just anything can happen because everything is out there, and somebody finds a way to breach um, the, the, the door between realities. And But I watched that first one, and it's, it's really like, uh, like my man Piers Marchant says in his review, it's really like you could watch it with the sound off and be entertained, and you could watch it with the picture off and just listen to it, and be entertained. Hmm. And you don't really have to understand what's going on. It's just really kind of a, a cool light show. Uh, there is a plot to it, you know, and there is there are characters, and if you're into the Marvel comic universe and stuff like that, you're going to be rewarded because you know a lot of these backstories, and a, a lot of these characters are going to make sense, and a lot of Easter eggs in there for you. The only drawback I have is this is another two-hour and 20-minute movie, and I just don't think you know i'm 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 really up for that in the theater you know i mean i just i it, it'd have to be something other than spider-man to keep me there for that long <laughs> but it's apparently it's really good and i don't doubt it like i huh. said i really really like the first one and i'm not given to liking these kind of movies so
2: when does the uh, michael keaton one come out
4: oh the flash, the flash? it a comes a out sometime this summer it comes out okay. pretty soon i think i mean is it july i think it comes out in july Again, movie
5: has been okay. in development forever.
4: Yeah, yeah exactly, and and yeah. that's that's the one that was troubled and everything. Everybody was because talking about that. Ezra Miller, <laughs> yeah, Ezra Miller, and now they're saying, yeah, oh, we yeah. want to, you know, we, we definitely want to do another Flash with Ezra Miller. There, so the early buzz on that is really good, um, much better than the Indiana Jones movie, actually. So, mm. but uh, okay. and what, then we have um, uh, the Boogeyman, which. Uh, i haven 't seen it, and it was really kind of kind of disappointing because we thought we were going to get see it, and then they jerked it away from us you know they said no we 're not going to send screeners after all, which is usually a bad sign um it 's got the the if anybody's watching yellow jackets it 's got the girl who 's playing the young Natalie, which is juliet lewis 's character in the in the modern day timeline, and she's Juliette Lewis back in 1993. I think she's a tremendous actress. I think she's really good. Um, in fact, Yellow Jackets, I would just watch a series about them being in high school in the 90s. I think that would be the, you know, spinoff I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I don't know anything about it, except it's uh, adapted from a Stephen King movie, of a short story. It's a, you know, another you know, quick and dirty horror movie, which always, they always make money, you know, you can always get them produced, Uh, it's a good way for, if you're a young filmmaker and you want to break into the business, make a horror movie, you know, you can get it on Mm. one of these channels out there, you know, one of these streaming services and stuff like that, I don't expect it to be very good, (laughs) you know, Uh, even though Stephen King's apparently endorsed it, he's, you know been responsible for some pretty bad movies in the past and That's then there's a third too. Yeah.
5: but he didn't endorse like shawshank redemption no
4: movies didn't, that did actually didn't. good yeah 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 there were some that he <laughs> didn't like oh he didn't really like the shine oh, he's didn't yeah, like he the hated shining the shining, hated actually, the shining yeah. because they changed it up and all this stuff and yeah so you know there's one what, more and that was
2: one? oh sanctuary
4: yeah sanctuary was this sort of interest this lands interestingly because it was uh I think it was a Sundance movie, and there was a lot of hype about it. And it's just basically, I mean, there's more than two characters, but most of it takes place in a hotel room over the course of one evening. And it's uh, Margaret Qualley, who is uh, Andy McDowell's daughter, and Christopher Abbott, who's a really good actor. um, And and he's like this uh, heir to this hotel fortune, and she's his hired dominatrix. And it's basically about him trying to end the relationship, the professional relationship, and she doesn't want to. (laughs) And like a year ago, when everybody was talking about this, it was like, oh, this is going to be really good. And now it finally hits theaters, and it's sort of like, eh, yeah. Better luck next time. Mm-hmm.
5: So Margaret Qualley um, is the uh, girl that was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes. that Brad Pitt picked up.
2: That's yeah, right. She was
4: yeah, yeah. She was part oh. of the Manson family. Uh, she's the, got the daughter of, some, of
2: someone famous.
4: Yeah, Andy Miguel. Andy. Miguel. And and oh, and, that's right. And and there's she's got another credit that's pretty interesting. I think it's a TV. I think it's a Netflix thing. I haven't seen it. I think she's in a Netflix series. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But, but you know, she's, she's coming up, and he's. And Christopher Abbott's really good. He's been in. Oh, you know, he was in the Catch 22, the Hulu thing, and he's been in a couple of independent movies um, that got really good reviews. So it was looked at as one of those things that might be an Academy Award, you know, but I think everybody's going to forget about it after this week. So. There we All
2: right, uh, real quick before we hit the uh, birthdays, I want to ask you. You, you wrote a, a column about Twenty One Grams, which is a very good film. Why we bring that up? What's the what's the impetus?
4: Well, mainly because I'm going back and looking at. Uh, it's a movie that stuck with me, and uh, like I said, I, I remember it really well. And it comes up at this 20th anniversary, and I'm like going, you know, oh, I really oh thought gosh. that would be, you know, kind of. But people don't think of it the same way. They think of of, of Memento, for instance. It's the same sort of film, mm-hmm. uh, and it just sort of seems to got kind of lost. And I don't know why because like I said I really I really like I think it's one of Sean Penn's best performances. But if you if you google Sean Penn's best movies, you're no no one's going to bring it up. Uh it's not going to be it, Son of Sam which uh I think he was horrible in which came out like a few months later will be in that top 10, but it, this won't. Uh Naomi Watts who is in Mulholland Drive which is another movie that I think this is kind of in the same league with because it's sort of the same puzzle box thing is in it. Uh and it's, in Aratu's, well, it's not his coming out party, because he did a movie called uh, um, Amores uh which was the big deal. But, you know, and now he's become this huge director and very divisive. People either love or hate his movies. And this is one of the early ones that uh, I think is really good. I mean, I, and mm-hmm. it just didn't. It just didn't do anything. I mean, people don't remember
2: it. I I thought it was really good, too. Yeah, yeah,
4: Yeah. I know. And it's like, and, you know, I just sort of like, sometimes you just start trying to write a column. And I actually started writing it about Karen's sweatshirt, because she does have this 20-year-old sweatshirt that, you know, she wears all the time. And I'm like going, (laughs) you know, mine wore out. She wore it to the premiere? Yeah, well, she got it at... uh, it wasn't a premiere. It was a, it was a press and industry screening in Toronto. And I just remember when we got there, they handed us this goodie bag full of stuff, which, you know, most of the time you throw that stuff away or give it away or whatever. But I kept my sweatshirt, and she kept hers, and hers is still going strong. Yeah.
2: So we got to do birthdays real quick um, because we're giving away hog pen tickets for right. the winner. And, uh, yeah, so let's do that. We've already got three people on the line. We've got Philip, uh, Wes, and Christian playing. Unless Quinn wants to play birthday trivia. Are you feeling like competing? Quinn's not afraid. Quinn will compete. Yeah, my spot. <laughs> you are competitive. All right, so we got, <laughs> we, got, we got four people then. Let's do it. we got Quinn Grovey. Give me one more. 661-1037. If you're just tuning in, you can jump on and try to win our uh, ticket giveaway here. And let's roll. Uh, Christian's going to get one. He's answering
6: the, the one right hey, now. so It's like a bonus uh, for some caller out there. We had our three lined up for the last 18, 19 minutes, hoping yeah. to win. And Jordan gets in here Just at the uh, buzzer.
4: In. Just jumps in, yeah.
2: Okay, we'll put Jordan with Quinn. And who else we got here? Let me see. Jordan, I'm going to put over here. Uh, TK, you're with Philip. Shelly, you're with Wes. And Chris, here with Christian. That makes the most sense, anyway.
0: All right, let's go. It's now time for Birthday Trivia in the Zone. Brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Award winning Mexican food made fresh daily. Take care of the missus in your life with a personalized tumbler from her boutique. Take exit 108 to Elia's in Morrillton. All right,
2: this guy is an actor and comedian. He's
0: got to start on Saturday at Live. Eddie like Murphy, so you. Do? Do
2: you- they have seen him on Wayne's World. Dana Carvey.
5: Dana... Mm. Who got that? Mike Myers. Wes. No. I got it. Wes, I got, yeah, right? give me
4: I a point. Give me I on think the Phillip board. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> right, I, person, I don't like to Dana be shut out.
3: No, no one likes that. How old is Dana Carvey? Sixty-seven.
2: Uh no. Wes. Sixty-eight. Uh, he's sixty-eight. Bingo, bingo. Very good. Alright, next up This guy uh, played on Leave it to Beaver As Beaver Jerry, Jerry Mathers. Mathers Boom! Quinn Grovey Got you first Right there Okay You guys are uh, losing To the uh, delay I can't
4: hear Quinn The delay <laughs>
2: benefited um, How old is Jerry Mathers Today Wes As the Beaver
6: Seventy-seven
2: No uh, Philip,
4: Seventy-one
2: Quinn, how old Is the Beaver Sixty-nine No, sir
4: <laughs>
2: nice. 74. He's 75. Christian's on the board. Uh, this guy played Mr. Spock. He was not the most famous not guy. Zachary Whatsoever. Spock.
5: Zachary Quinto. Quinto.
2: Okay, I'm gonna give Philip the uh, the nod there. Um, how old is uh, Quinto? Zachary Quinto. Philip Martin. 49. No, Quinn. 43 No Christian
6: Ooh, 38
2: Nope Wes
6: 39 uh, He's 46 No point
2: um, This guy is a uh, comedian and an actor He was on uh, Hosted Whose Line Is It Anyways Drew Wayne, Br- Br- Wayne Brady, Brady. Queen Grovey's oh, put it right wow. in his face How old's <laughs> Wayne Brady today? Hosted the Wayne Brady Show Who saw that
5: coming? How do you think Wayne is today? 53. Uh, Christian. Wayne Brady. He is... always loved his Chappelle show skit. But he is... 54.
2: No. Wes. 52. No. Phillip. 57. 51. Wes Boyd knows. <laughs> uh, this guy is a former SEC offensive lineman. Played professionally for the Giants, the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Bengals... His brother also played in the SEC. Stacy Andrews. He attended Ole Miss University. That is Stacy Andrews, Wes. Very there, good. Good job. Um, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. Christian, Stacy
5: Andrews is how old? Stacy Andrews, 36.
6: No, he's not Wes. 20, 20. 40. Look out. Yeah, 44. Nah. Philip? 43.
2: Nope. Quinn, 40. 42. Philip. All right. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, this guy is a former professional golfer. He was stricken with uh, I don't even want to pronounce Casey that. Martin Clipple. Crazy Martin. Philip, very good. He's now the head coach at Oregon on mm-hmm. a, uh, we talked about him a little bit this week, I think. Um, he had a golfer. He was the one that had the golfer who stepped on a tee this week and Ooh, yeah. impaled his foot, and he had to pull out of the tournament. It's oh, a horrible wow. break. Anyway, um, Casey Martin is how old today? Mr. Moore. Bingo Bang will get you a win, by the way.
6: The Big 5 oh. bingo bango.
2: The Big five zero. Oh, 0 no. Uh, Philip. 63. No. <laughs> Quinn. <Gwen>? No.
5: <laughs>
1: Uh, 49.
2: Nope. Uh, Christian. I don't know who this is. 55.
5: It's
2: 51. West Point, West Wind. Oh, wow. Is And that, that means Shelly yeah. is taking home the tickets for the Hog Pins. So just give me her name and her phone number, and I will send them to her today. Congratulations, ne- Shelly. These are for Sunday? Also today. Oh, I believe I missed that. Uh, this is for Sunday's 8 o'clock game. Okay. Yeah, this could be the deciding game. Um... Today's also the birthday of Sally Kellerman, who died last year. Last night I got home after John and I watched the NBA game, and um, 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 Back to School was on TV, ah. and she played the love interest. Obviously, uh, when he and he said, uh, "Hey, call me sometime when you have no class." Oh, <laughs> anyway, but uh, she was great. She was in the original MASH, the movie MASH, not the TV show. Uh, rest in peace, Sally Kellerman. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. How about that? Uh, Quinn, you're here just in time for us to take a break. But really good, good effort today on the Appreciate competition it. there. Well, he's got his uh, he's got his two deep ready, and uh, we're going to talk about eight or nine game we're schedules. And uh, oh, okay, he memorizes <laughs> two deep, and he's ready to roll. It's good. Listen, none of us work without notes, but look at me, I'm surrounded by him. Anyway, we've got to hit a break. It's 12:31. Uh, if you're looking for some outdoor. Items, especially this time of year, you might want to run over to Max Prairie Wings because guess what? They have everything you need to get out of the water. How about this deal on Yamaha's 25 to 90 horsepower outboard engines? You get a $500 Max Prairie Wings gift card. All you do is buy that select outboard engine. They're going to give you $500 you can spend on anything in the store. Outboards, of course, from Yamaha, known for their reliability and affordability, and they come with a three-year warranty. So you can't go wrong, especially when you buy it at Max Prairie Wings. They offer competitive pricing, and if you need financing, they offer that in house as well. And uh, you can get the boat of your dreams without breaking the bank. Max is also offering a service center with certified Yamaha technicians so you can keep your outboard running smoothly for years to come. Get that great new motor and a $500 gift card from Max Prairie Wings. You can find out more about all the things they have to offer from guns to clothes to outboard motors at maxpw.com. It's 1232. Quinn Roby, back with us on the other side.
5: Our Care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our Care, so you can live your story. The Nuggets took game one of the NBA Finals beating the Heat comfortably 104-93. to They did that despite shooting just 8 of 27 from 3. Nikola Jokic had 27 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists in the win. For Miami, Jimmy Butler had just 13 points while Max Strus, Kyle Martin, and Duncan Robinson combined to shoot just 2 for 23 from the field. Game 2 will be on Sunday at 7pm on ABC. And Arkansas baseball will get started in the NCAA Tournament today as they host the Fayetteville Regional. They'll play the Santa Clara Broncos who won the West Coast Conference. Arkansas will start Hunter Holland, who's eight and two with a four point zero six ERA, while Santa Clara will send out right-hander Cole Kitchen, who is three and two with a four point two five ERA. First pitch is set for two p.m. Coverage can be heard starting at 1.30 on the Buzz. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. What's your Oakland?
3: Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
5: It's the Sunday Buzz with Bill Vickery. Sundays 10 to noon, presented by Local Insurance Services Inc. Unsure if your medical coverage is right for you? Recently lost or had a change in health care coverage? Local Insurance Services Inc is here to help you with no cost policy review. You can find them on the web under localinsuranceservicesinc.com.
3: This is Pat Bradley for Brewskis. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewski's Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewski's, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Pub pull trivia just added to Fridays at 7 p.m. with karaoke and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, from 9 p.m. till close tonight at Brewski's. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Look. I get it, we all receive a lot of messages and calls, but when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down, it's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office
5: congratulations you're having a little girl
3: at that moment everything changed our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her we got life insurance policies from shelter insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us we'll still be able to provide the world to her shelter life insurance company
6: columbia missouri see shelter agents chad kesterson in arkadelphia kyle stone in pine bluff or blake jumper in benton
0: welcome back to the Oaklawn racing casino resort studio home of the zone of the buzz radio network listen to your favorite show on the buzz app online at 1037thebuzz.com or watch us on your facebook page at 1037thebuzz now let's get into the zone
2: i have a look and try to find my face again station justin Acre and quinn groby joining us and uh uh, my buddy's apparently about to get in a fight because he's holding the last table over at Foghorn's waiting on
1: everybody to get over there, and uh, uh, it's like a 6 and He said he's getting dirty looks, but he doesn't really care. Anyway, yeah. Quinn, good to see you, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm glad to uh, be here. Glad you're here at the Foundation. It's always good to have uh, the buzz here at the Foundation and broadcasting, so uh, good time. It's
2: good to be had. So we were talking a lot this week about SEC meetings and the 8 or 9, and my argument is at this point in their existence... Eight might be just dandy for Arkansas with the ability to pack it out, and they've got some great games on their future schedule out of conference. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Now we don't expect it to last a real long time, but
1: I, I got to think that's beneficial. What do you think? Well, I, I would want it to last as long as it could. Yeah, and, and so I would continue to fight for the for the eight. The SEC they don't need nine games. I know all these other conferences are going to nine, but that's to try to catch up to the SEC. I mean, they're they're looking for those type of opportunities, but SEC has been dominant for years with eight. I don't see any reason to change that. I think it's really good for a team like Arkansas uh, as you continue to play those four non-conference games and uh, your your eight conference games. So uh, I think it's very beneficial. I think the SEC is smart enough to realize that if you're in the middle, towards the bottom or whatever of the conference, we still want you to win football games. Mm-hmm. We want you to get the bowls. We want you to do all those types of things because the money is real. If there's some significant financial advantage at some point in time, then maybe you take a look at that. But right now, the SEC is always going to be in the mix. And if you can continue to get your bottom echelon teams into bowl games and, and, and getting payouts. Now, bowl games may eventually some change as we continue to move forward. But at the end of the day, that's where things, that's where money stands, and that's where uh, most of these teams are thinking.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking you need a lot of things to fall right. And the good news is, with the 12, you feel like you got a legitimate chance potentially down the road to get there, or maybe not that far down the road. Who knows? But uh, but at some point, I mean, if get into the four was just going to be such a big hill to climb. But I mean, I'm hopeful if they can stay at eight for a while, that Arkansas will have a shot. And even if they yeah. do go to nine, still have a chance at some point down the road here.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I mean, I think at eight, you, you've got a great opportunity to get three four five I mean five teams in the in that in that playoff uh, the SEC will always be around they'll always be there uh, so I, I think it's smart. I, I know a lot of people say oh they're scared what is the SEC scared about all they've done is just beat up everybody. I mean the SEC is the most expensive neighborhood <laughs> you, know, you know you you can't you can't just show up and just go through the gates at the SEC uh, so they're doing everything they need to do eight games is fine. You play nine games. I thought Sam brought up a great point. That's an additional eight or eight losses for somebody, right, in the league. Yeah. And why? I right. mean, not, not saying you can't get beat by somebody outside the conference, but at the end of the day, why, uh, why subject yourself to that if you don't have to, and you're still going to have the same type of opportunity?
6: You know, Quinn. I was just thinking about this. You make a great point, and Justin made this point earlier. In the SEC, you're going to be playing probably five teams that are ranked. Uh, every year yeah. on your non- on your conference schedule, so you don't need to go out and schedule somebody. But you think about these other conferences. Maybe the SEC does have it right, and some of these other conferences that have nine games against weaker opponents, they should have eight conference games so they could go out and schedule a really good non-conference game against a ranked
1: opponent. Yeah, but the problem is they ain't gonna do it. <laughs> they, they they won't do it, and, and and so they're trying to say, okay, we're playing nine conference games. Like that's something special when you're traveling to. Rutgers, you know, right. in the Big Ten or whatever. And so, no, to me, the SEC is doing what they need to do. They're the biggest and the baddest. Stay at eight. Allow your entire conference to thrive, and that gives you an opportunity to continue to just roll in the money.
2: Okay, let's talk about this team. So we got an update on, uh, on McAdoo, and, and I'm not going to ask you to give us any additional information. We're all keeping our fingers crossed. He was such a bright spot last year. I hope he can play. Um, but obviously, it all starts with K.J., and it back over, there you go. <laughs> hey, it all starts with K.J., how much, how much uh, better and where do you think he needs to improve for the coming season? I'm sure you're going to ask this yeah. 10 more
1: times. Yeah, what, what do you expect? Well, trust me, I, I love K.J. Jefferson. I love his development. You know, I was really, I don't want to say disappointed, but I, I understand what it means to learn a new offense when you're a senior. That's difficult. I mean, now you've got to learn a new offense. And Dan Enos is smart enough not to change the entire offense. And so Dan will convert to some of the things I'm sure that Kendall was talking about, not put K.J. in a completely different situation where he has to learn a new offense. Because when you're the quarterback and you're the senior, everybody's looking at you as the leader. But if you walk into that huddle and you're unsure about a play call or you're unsure about how to get the play out in the huddle or you're unsure at the line of scrimmage, that that really negates – what you bring to the table from a leadership standpoint. So K.J. is super smart. So understand that. He'll pick up the offense really, really quickly. And uh, I think that Dan Enos will be good for him just simply because you asked me what he needs to improve on. I think that if he wants to go to the next level, there are certain things that Dan Enos can help him with. Footwork, pocket presence, how he navigates the pocket. We're already starting to see some of that from a fundamental standpoint. One of the other things is, you know, there're gonna be times where KJ is gonna to have to take snaps under center, turn his back to the defense, play-action pass, get his get his eyes refocused on his reads. Those are the things he'll have to do in the NFL. Dan will get him ready to do that now, mm-hmm. which will only benefit Arkansas this year. Uh, KJ, I think he'll he'll be poised to have a great year. But he's got to learn a new offense, and he's got to bring a bunch of young receivers along.
2: Yeah, you've been around Dan before. What do you think are the best things that he's
1: going to bring to KJ's game and and help him improve on? Well, that's the thing. I mean, just the the, the fundamental aspect of it. I mean, when you talk about Dan, I mean, he's not only coaching hard. He's coaching hard in every single thing that you do, every drill, um, I mean, every aspect of it. How do you you call a play in the the huddle? How do you get to the line of scrimmage? How do you process the defense? What are you looking at first? What do you do pre-snap, post-snap, all of stuff? Dan is a guy, he's a gym rat, and KJ is a guy that wants to be a gym rat. And when I say that, watching film, always around the facility, doing those types of things. So I think Dan will continue to enhance his ability to watch film, which the byproduct of that is going to be, I can really process information a little bit quicker and, and be able to take care of the defense that we're playing against. So Dan Enos is the perfect offensive coordinator for KJ Jefferson. To get him better this year, but then also get him ready to go to the next level. We know we're getting in rocket. I think we got a pretty good feel for the
2: offensive line. Uh, give me tight ends and receivers and expectations there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that that's the big question. The wide receiver room is the big question. Uh, you brought in three guys last year that really made a, a, a lot of difference. You lost some guys from that, that room, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know who's going. I mean, you look at Jaden Wilson. You look at Satania. You look at Tesla. Uh, th- those are the guys that really get the headlines, but I think it's going to be guys like Tyrone Broden. I mean, a, a big guy that came from uh, Bowling Green uh, that's very good as well. 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, uh, will be a red zone presence. Uh, but uh, you you got to have some of these guys step up. I don't, I don't know who's going to be the guy. I thought Andrew Armstrong did some nice things in the uh, red-white game. But uh, right now, we're, we're trying to figure out who that's going to be. And I know KJ is working on that extremely hard. Yeah. How about the defensive line? Because they've
6: brought in a lot of new guys, and it appears like they have some depth to, to kind of run them in and out, you know, unless injuries take a toll.
1: Yeah, I, li- I like what they did with the defensive line, Wes. I mean, I thought they brought in some guys that can really help you out. I think Jeff Coat is going to be a guy, Tracing Jeff Coat, to transfer from Missouri. I think he's going to be very, very effective. Uh, and then you uh, you like the fact that guys like Landon Jackson are stepping up. You like the, the fact that guys like Eric Gregory is stepping up. Deshaun Stewart is stepping up. But I think you're going to see a lot of those transfers really come in. Sam has done a great job of when he has brought transfers in, they have hit. They have been productive. And I think a school like Arkansas really benefits from the transfer portal, probably more than a lot of schools in the SEC. But, yeah, this defensive front I think will be surprisingly better. And I think this defense – Even though you may not know all the players, I think this defense will probably be better than what what most people think. I think Chris Pupol can be a star. I I mean, I think he can be an
6: all-SEC linebacker. Just from what I've seen out of him and his speed and uh, just the way he attacks the ball. Uh, What do you think of Pupol?
1: Love him. I, I absolutely love him. What I even love even more is the fact that he switched from number forty to number twenty-seven. Nobody should be playing on the field wearing number forty. I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that number is one of the ugliest numbers. Unless you're Gale Sayers, <laughs> you don't you don't need to be in number forty. So, I gave him a hard time about that. And and uh, but it's good to have Pooh Paul there. I mean, he's a leader. He uh, really took off at the at the end of the season last year. He's always in the right spot. He's very physical. He's smart. He gets it. He learned a lot from Bumper. Uh, and and all those guys, and Drew. And so now it's his time to really take the horns, uh, the lead, and I believe that he's going to bring guys like Antonio Greer around and you know Jaheim Thomas, all those guys. He's going to bring all those folks around, and the linebacking core is going to be probably more athletic than you've ever seen.
2: Besides him, who do you think is the next most likely guy to end up as
1: an all-conference player this year defensively? Whoa. Uh, you know, I think a, I think a guy like a Trajan Jeffcoat, I think coming over from Missouri, I think he has an opportunity on the defensive front. Um, you know, in the secondary, I think we've done a very nice job of infusing some talent. And you talk about McLaughlin being there, but you talk about all the transfers. I mean, Keon Stewart from TCU. Uh, you know, you got McAdoo, of course, but uh, you got Walcott. I mean, there's a lot of different guys out there. And for the first time, I really feel like the secondary has an opportunity uh, to be very, very good, very, very uh, aggressive because they can cover. I think you have got three guys that can cover. A lot of times on the college campus, you may have one guy to cover. You don't have two and three, and I think that that's going to allow this Arkansas defense to do some things schematically that will help them out. But at the end of the day, I think it's I think it'll be a uh, you know Trajan Jeffcoat. I think he's a guy that will step up and mm-hmm. be a, a focal point. I like it, and I think he will be somebody that could see. You know, some recognition at the end of the year. we
2: got to hit our final break, Quinn, but let me ask you about uh, today. You're sitting here looking sharp in your Razorback baseball jersey. It's
1: all about bats and balls today. What's your sense of uh, the weekend here for Arkansas? I love it. And, uh, you know, the thing about it is we're so spoiled in baseball. It's it's almost you feel like an Alabama fan in football when it comes to baseball. It's like we talk about regionals. You almost expect it to be like on the schedule. Put it on the schedule right. let's, 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 the regional Fayetteville, Arkansas. Let's just go ahead and give us the hosting spot. But at the end of the day, I'm excited about our fans are are, 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 are crazy, ready to roll, and this should be a great weekend, and this, it's the road to Omaha. And that's what the sign says out there on the fence, and our our fans will be ready and our players will be ready as well.
2: Buddy, great seeing you. Appreciate it. You too. Thanks for having us today here at the Foundation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Glad you're here. Come back anytime. All right, we'll do it. I'll take you up on that for sure. That's Quinn Grovey,
2: folks. Legend. And we will talk to John Neighbors, future legend, coming up after the break. And uh, he was just out in the mix with the Hog baseball crazies, and we'll get his uh, recap of his experience here in just a minute. You can check out uh, our social media on uh, Twitter, and you can see what uh, what he's been doing
6: out there too. So, it's good stuff. I have some interesting baseball scores when we come back from the NCAA okay. tournament. I also want to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet. It's going to be a great weekend to buy a new or previously owned vehicle at Guatney Chevrolet. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the vehicles they have, all the inventories listed right there, and the have all the deals, some great deals happening, good financing rates, and no payments for 90 days. Heck, they'll even stretch it out to 120 days on some of the vehicles they have out there. And they're still actively buying quality used cars, trucks, SUVs. They are looking for those good vehicles. Take your car out there. See what they'll give you for that vehicle. You may want to trade it in right there. Or just sell it and get a check, get the cash, and go on home or go somewhere else with it. Head on out to the Gregory Street exit and visit our friends at Guatney Chevrolet.
0: This guy grew dark. I put the pedal
3: down. Are you still on the sidelines? The next time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen today.
4: Moralton.
2: It's Justin acre for Serta Pro Painters and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Surtipro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Surtipro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Surtipro. Each Surtipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at Certapro.com. That's Surtipro with a C.
5: You've worked hard to clear life's jungle so your family can be safe and thrive. But what happens when you go to the great beyond? The king of the jungle says make a life and estate plan now. Be practical. Consult with a Lion lawyer to spell out your plans for health care, inheritance, and property. Call Lion Legal at 227-ROAR. For top-notch legal services and reasonable fees, call 227-ROAR. That's 227-R-O-A-R. And Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue Listen for Champs and Chumps Friday during the Zone Brought to you by Everbowl Providing craft superfoods, acai bowls And smoothies that fuel you for an active, unevolved and healthy lifestyle Located at the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center in West Woodrock Next to Santo Coyote
0: Welcome back to the Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Akre and Wes Moore.
3: Standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on.
0: Coverage of the NCAA Regionals is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones and Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. Now it's time to look back. It's the best interview and show moments of the week. It's the Zone Rewind. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe's. Don't let pesky bugs spoil your summer. Mosquito Joe rids your yard of mosquitoes, fleas, and ticks so you can enjoy being outside. Call 501-508-2528 or visit Arkansas.MosquitoJoe.com for a free quote. Mention the buzz and you'll get your first service for just $39.
2: All right, John Neighbors here, and we're going to dive in on the rewind real quick. Uh, got an ump in a Major League Baseball game. Got a challenge call. He didn't obviously like them challenging it. Got caught in a hot mic about it.
3: Now, hopefully plate umpire CB had a, a really good Miami's look at challenging it.
2: the out call at home plate.
3: But the Marlins are going to challenge
2: that. They got their heads up their ass. Uh-oh. And a, obviously a crucial play, we'll in play, play in this ball game there. if it, uh, it gets out overturned he was wrong, though. They didn't actually inevitable. have their heads up anything. They were right and the call got overturned. Dum dum. Uh I wonder if he caught any heat over that. I didn't see any disciplinary action over that. Jace Borfin, join us this week. We talked about playing at home in the regional. Jace, this will be correct me if I'm wrong, your first regional at home, right?
0: Yes, I'm very excited.
2: Yeah, let's see. I mean, we know how raucous it gets there on an SEC weekend. What's your expectation for this weekend?
1: Um, expecting everything just as good
6: as that, better. Um, I know. You know, once we get to postseason, um, I'm really good friends with Tate Wallace, man. he was just like last year. You know, we went and played on the road, and he was telling me in so Hall, he was like, "You guys got to experience
0: a regional at home. Those, those are the ones that
6: are way better." We had a lot of fun on the road last year with our fans traveling. Uh, it just like us against the world, but I know that here at home, just have the plant, flight, the place going to be jumping. Fans going to be rowdy, and it's just going to be a really good environment for him. So, I'm really
0: looking forward to that this weekend.
2: I bet he is. We all are. Uh, Bubba Carpenter's looking forward to it as well, and he is, uh, thinks the crowd might have an impact on Santa Clara.
0: They're they're good guys. I mean, they got a They got their their head coach is good. Uh, he's coached uh, uh, Strasburg. He's coached several top-line pitchers that have gone on to the major league pitching
1: the major leagues. I mean, the guy's good. He's got a good pitching staff. They've got a team that's kind of speed-oriented, such they can drive the ball. They're playing a big ballpark, you know. And I'm not saying they're going come in here and beat us. I mean, they're average fans, but they, they get about 300. They average around 300 people per game, 300 fans. So, when they walk in there and see 12,000 at Baum Walker, they're liable to either pee down their leg or, you know, the pucker <laughs> factor might come into play.
6: Um.
2: Maybe so. Pay for them to do that. Todd Neighbors not going to pee down his leg today. He's going to rock and roll. 30 minutes of excellence coming up next on mm-hmm. Out of Bounds. What are you guys going to do in 30 minutes? It's actually going to be less than 30 minutes.
5: So, you know, it's just,
2: that's true. It's yeah. Only like 25 or so. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to try to do our best to talk about everything that's going on in the sports world within a matter of minutes. And who knows? Maybe we'll do even do like mini five minute segments and just go fun. through it. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. But, M- Muy Rapido. Yeah. Was it very speedy and Spanish? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, took, I took a couple years of that. Yeah. Uh, but, you uh, know, we're going to. Talk about the game, talk about the NBA from last night, and get everybody ready for the Razorback game itself. Like a pregame to the pregame, if you will. Don't say Hogs by 90. What's the score going to be? Okay. It's probably going to be 7-3, Arkansas.
6: <laughs> Wes? 7-3. That's exactly what I was about to say. Okay. Kristen?
5: 9-3. to three.
6: The correct
2: answer. Justin? It's 11-4. to four. Thank you very much.
5: Hey, real quick,
2: what does the winner get? Uh, what does Santa Clara get? No. What do we get? Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, you get just, it right. I'm in eleven four Santa Clara. I'm joking. Uh, TCU. I will buy the, if you nail it. Oh. I will buy the winner a pizza and beer. Oh, I'm going to nail it. That mm. means that I got to split it between you and West. So I got to buy you both. A yeah, beer. but I said it first. So. Uh, I'll give you both a
6: pizza and beer. It's okay. Mm. But when
2: I win, you got to buy me a pizza and beer.
6: All right. It's early, We're but Hold along. they're going That's to the fourth inning, team. and Wright State leads Indiana State 4-2. to two. And Whoa. LSU is pitching Paul Skeens against Tulane Whoa. today. They're not pitching off.
2: That is insane. I hope they lose. Oh, God, I do. That would be, be
6: unbelievable. I'd laugh. I'd get a kick out of it. It's amazing.
2: All right, stay tuned for... Uh, Out of bounds, coming up next. I'm going to go do things. grab some
4: chicken. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas' trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy.